Hey, everyone. It is Jacqueline Kitzman from Awaken Tarot, Instagram podcast done. Uh, my guest today is somebody that I have wanted to have on the podcast since New Year's Eve when I gave him a deck of tarot cards and he looked through it and read them amazingly, horribly, wonderfully, awfully, and just great. So I'm really excited. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Brian. This did it go better the second time? Yeah, it worked a lot better that <laughs> time. <laughs> we recorded a little bit, like we got to there before my husband turned it off because only one of us was recording. I think that's what that meant, right? Anyway, Gabe's giving us a thumbs up. Anyway, Ryan, I'm so excited to have you on this podcast because your experience with tarot is what? None. Yeah. None! <laughs> Except for when he read on New Year's Eve with my deck of cards. And it was, I mean, literally so funny. I actually wanted to have Ryan on for April Fool's, um, but then quarantine. Because I'm a joke. Because you're a joke. Yeah. Um, and then quarantine happened, and then it didn't happen. However, uh, I'm really excited to have you on now. How do you feel about this? I'm excited, yeah. I'm ready. Ready you to ready? read some tarot. Well, so I wanna I wanna ask you something first. Mm -hmm. I wanna ask what are your what were your original thoughts on tarot? Like when I introduced myself to you and I said, Hi, I'm Jacqueline, I'm a tarot reader, and you were like, Satan. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But like what are your like what was your preconception of tarot and then like through our friendship, what do you think now? Be uh, honest. Okay, yeah. Um so tarot the only thing I had really known about tarot was I always associate it with like I don't know why but like this sh show called Merlin I don't think they even used tarot cards there but I just like <laughs> this is the kind of place where you know they'd have tarot cards and like somebody would be like if somebody catches me reading these I'll be burned at the stake um, <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah uh, but then yeah I mean I met I met you and uh, really the first person ever uh, that I've known that's done that kind of thing. So uh, I've just learned a little more about reading and uh, the interpretation of... The, swords. Yeah, swords. Basically everything everything is related to swords in some way. And, uh, you know, you got to have a number. There is a, uh, a certain kind of symbol... And then you just you just talk about it, right? Hell yeah, that's exactly right. And that, like, again, like, so one of the things I have to tell you guys before I pull a card and we jump into the conversation is that when Brian pulled his um, card, his cards, and he was reading for his wife, Steffi, on New Year's Eve, he pulled three swords cards. And he pulled one and he's like, there are three swords. And he was he was describing it to Steffi. And it was a joke, but it was also like, you're kind of right. So he pulls out the three and he says, your heart, it hurts. And, you know, he's really hitting like the, sim this, the symbolism here. And then he pulls out the second card and it's like the seven of swords. And Brian goes, and this card, it's basically the same as the last, but with four more swords. <laughs> and he slams it down. And then he pulls up the third card and it's the ten of swords. And he goes, I didn't know the three. <laughs> and I swear to God, actually, like some of you guys may remember it was in my story and like, a hundred of you literally reached out to me saying it was great. So I'm very excited. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Brian's I'm, I'm ready to draw a sword card. You're ready to draw a sword card? See, I... I've already done the three, the seven, and the ten. So I think I'll get the 15 of swords this time. Good thing that doesn't exist. Okay, I'm going to have you drum roll <laughs> while I pull a card. <laughs> He's slapping his face. <laughs> if I don't pull a card, you just have to keep doing it. There we go. Okay, our card is, are you ready? Yeah. It's not a sword. It's the six of wands. Can we draw a different card? No, it's this one. Okay. <laughs> Brian, only no swords. Okay, it is the six of wands. And this is really exciting because last week we'd had, um, we pulled a six. We pulled the six of cups. 
So we get to kind of ride on a six energy and we get to do it in a completely different suit. So, okay, let me explain two things to you first because you're looking at this card like, holy fucking shit, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a little bit out of my comfort zone. It's not a sword. It's not a sword. It's a wand. But you know what's really cool is that they're still wielding wands. So the suit of wands is about creativity and passion and fire and magic and lust and like creativity. I might have said that twice, but it's extra important. Um, and sixes are about heart action coming from the heart. Brian, knowing those two things only, and can you explain to me the what you're seeing on the card and how you think what I just said applies to it? Okay. Um, so on this card, we have Mr. Mr. Fancy on a horse. He's got a <laughs> laurel and a nice long cloak. Uh, his horse is draped with his very long uh, covering. I don't know what it's called. Horse, horse dress. Horse duvet. Horse duvet. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got. Uh, he's holding a, a wand. I guess is what it is. Uh, the wand has a laurel on it. And let's see. Now I'm supposed to apply love, creativity passion lust uh and the symbology of this card yeah okay yeah, creativity yeah. twice okay <laughs> so yeah this particular person for sure they have their gaze on something it's uh it's off in the distance you can't see it it's uh it's above everyone else's head so there's a bunch of people in the background actually um and they're also holding wands what feeling do you get when you just look at the card like do you feel good or bad or i i <sighs> <laughs> I don't know what to feel. <laughs> it's um, good. Whatever you feel is correct. Uh, Unless it's angry and then get the fuck out. <laughs> I, I was just really expecting a sword. So this is <laughs> just give me a second to recover, you know? Oh, you're fine. The, f the feeling? Yeah. What do you feel when you look at this card? Um, I guess I feel kind of confident. Um, basically like, like this person on this horse seems like they're kind of leading these people, um, exuding some kind of like charisma. Um, that, that, that's my initial thought. I can't get too much into <laughs> so, it. So can I tell you something? Yeah. Okay. So Brian, I have to tell you, you're a hundred percent right. Oh, I know. Oh, you know. Okay, yeah, that is the meaning of this card. So one of the things that I like to teach when I teach the suit of wands is how are the wands in the suit being used? Because the suit of wands, is really, it relates to fire, and that's all about action, right? Um, and this person is very obviously, confidently riding this horse and kind of like through through their people. like have, Like they have a laurel on their head and the baton they're holding kind of like almost like a flag or like a big like trophy also has a laurel on it. And I want to make that connection really quick at the tip of the wand, which we can assume is the ace of wands. There is a laurel. It's being applauded. This idea has finally gained notoriety. notoriety. Um, and the person on the horse has gained notoriety. So there is this sense of confidence to this card. Thoughts. <laughs> you you picked it up. You're going to say something. I mean, you just finished my thoughts exactly. That's what I was going to say. Oh, genius you are. <laughs> no, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it's definitely interesting that you would you would say that. Um, 
because those are, I guess, yeah, the laurels would symbolize the importance of it all. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the thing about the Ace of Wands. I don't know what that is. It's the first card. It's just a wand. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so in Aces, Aces, um, there's one for each suit, and it's just basically the hand of Source, hand of God, giving you the beginning of the suit. Mm-hmm. So I like to think of this as kind of like the idea, a spark of life. That's the Ace. Kind of this um, spark of creativity. Like when you get that feeling inside you that's like, I have to go make something. Uh, I have to talk about swords. That's the Ace of Wands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that thought a lot. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. So this dude's got this great idea, and he's like, everybody, come follow me. And they're like, we got wands, too. Let's go. <laughs> Which is such an interesting... Okay, put a pin in that, because that's a really, really interesting way of interpreting this card. So this card, the people in the back are kind of interpreted in two different ways. Um one of them is what you just said, that like, yeah, us too, let's go. And I love that interpretation of it. A lot of people, and actually, I've never quite heard it worded like that. So I'm really excited about this. Uh, I've heard it a lot of times. It's taught like the people in the back, if you kind of look at this person's face, do they like thrilled or do they look kind of like, mm, yeah, this person's kind of got resting bitch face. They have RBF for sure. And so people will kind of interpret this as the people that are jealous of you in the back. Because when we go from the six of wands, so, okay, let me tell you the story about the numbers. So in the five of wands, it's a bunch of people with wands like clubs, and they're all about to hit each other with them. And in the seven of wands, all you see are like six wands, and then you see a guy with a seventh wand, like, hitting them. <laughs> so the story behind this is that you're kind of in this place, some people will tell the story as in like, these people are not fucking happy to be following you. So they're going to hit you in the next card. So it's also kind of a card of how are you presenting your ego? Like, are you leading in a way that makes people want to like, yes, let's follow? Or are you leading in a way that makes people kind of go, kill him next card? Mm, I see. Thoughts? Uh, I mean, I guess, I guess I have to go with my gut on this and, and saying that this guy is leading them and they're all, <laughs> they're all following. Maybe they're not uh, excited about following, but they're, they're going. <laughs> They're going. They are going. You're all going. And and I mean, like, this is the other thing about this card. Like, the actions you take coming from a place of, like, even, even when they're heartfelt. Like, here's the deal. When you think about the Crusades, right? When you think about the witch hunts from the medieval ages, these people all thought, probably some of them, they were doing the right fucking thing, right, when they were about to burn me as a tarot reader. Uh, <laughs> they all thought they were doing the right thing, but there are ramifications, like the people following them, like the ramifications of what happened in the fallout of the certain things that people did because they thought they were doing the right thing. Like, that's huge. And when we, you know, even modernize it, it's kind of like looking at the government, right? Today I posted something on Facebook and it was like, okay, like I've had enough of my like older friends and family members posting shit because I don't know how to like research properly. Um, So I'm just going to put like a little thing on here that like without calling anybody out says, please research your facts because if you don't, you are perpetuating ignorance and people are following you because they love you, but you're not leading them somewhere good. And that's kind of like a different facet of this card that you're pointing out. It's like, yes, they're following you. So it's kind of a check in with yourself of where am I leading these fucking people? (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah. This person obviously has an important wand, so everybody wants to follow. Yeah, his wand has a wreath. Yeah, yeah. I would I would probably follow that. And see, this brings up another really cool aspect of the card. It's who are you choosing to follow, right? Mm-hmm. Because when we're looking at tarot, we are all of the people, like, depicted on these 
like on these cards. We are all of the people. So sometimes we are leading and sometimes we're being asked to kind of ask ourselves, who are we following? Why are we following them? What are our beliefs? And how are we going to stand up for them if asked? And then we go into the seven. And then it kind of mirrors that same thing of how am I going to defend this? So it's really interesting the way that the numbers along with the cards also kind of tell the story, which I know this is like the first wands card you've seen. But like (laughs) even in the swords that the cards you were picking up, you were like, wow, like the swords keep escalating. Your problems are getting you know, you're, you're getting more swords thrown at you. And you're, you were right about that. Because as you go through the suit of swords, you are also working through anxieties and brain, you know, brain trauma and Mm -hmm. shit. Thoughts? Um. (laughs) Ryan's like, I'm done with this card. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Look at the colors on this card. Yeah. Okay. So the majority of the coloring on this card is blue and green, which is the horse duvet. Mm Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? With just a little bit of red behind everybody. Mm-hmm. And this guy, he's got a uh, uh, brown. He's got a brown duvet. Brown duvet on himself. <laughs> uh, yeah, so these are earth tones. Um, mm-hmm. Green, at a first glance, it kind of looked like uh, the green was the land. But it's clearly not. It's the horse, the horse duvet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the colors... I'm not sure what to read into that. Um, The green seems like a very earth thing. Like, that's land. That's... Kind of like grounding. Yes, grounding. That's exactly what I was going to say. Oh, God, you're so smart. Thank God you're on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to single-handedly save it. (laughs) Um, Brown. uh, I think of mud. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I'm going to follow Brian. I'm going to get my little, like, stick... (laughs) Yes, follow me on my horse with its horse duvet. Uh, <laughs> blue, blue, it, the sky is blue, blue, yes. blue, ocean blue. Columbus 1492. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think I'm reading this perfectly. Actually, you're doing a really good job. Let me tell you why. So one of the things that I think about in regards to when I'm talking about coloring of cards is I really do think about like, okay, why is this horse? (laughs) This person is on a horse and their horse duvet is green and green is related to the ground. And it's kind of like, and, and there's a lot of blue. So it's kind of like, where are you grounded when your head is in the sky? When you're thinking about all of these things that you've done and you're rewarding yourself and you're proud and that ego is there and your head is up here, right? Where are you grounded? Because the grounding is the really important part. Because that's gonna, that's what's going to keep you humble. It's what's going to keep you anchored in the original idea, not in, like, whatever fanfare comes next. Mm-hmm. So you're right. Like, green <clears throat> is ground. Like, it is supposed to look like the ground in this picture. Well done, me. Well done, you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So do you have anything else or any questions about this card or... Anything else you want to add before I tell you what you've taught me? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so you've said that we are the people in the cards. Yes. Does that mean we're also the horse? Great question. Let me think about that. Yes. So, <laughs> sure. So actually, like, what's really interesting is that a few episodes ago, when I had Gabriel on for the second time, we talked about the Nine of Cups. And in that episode, I mentioned that there are only, like, so one, two, three, four... Five, six, seven, seven cards in the tarot. Seven. Gabe's holding up six. There are six to seven cards in the tarot that have horses. And this is one of those cards. And I think I made the correlation there that 
horses kind of represent this transformative kind of like tangible energy and momentum of things, right? When we talk about cars, we talk about them having horsepower. They're taking us places. And I think that sometimes we also become the vehicle for our success, right? Um, We kind of have to mount the horse. We have to domesticate it. We have to become one. Steffi, who you will hear next week, rides horses. Um, Can you just give me a quick nod? (laughs) Yes, you have to become one with the horse. So yeah, I would say that to be able to be successful and look at a card like this and really take into the fact that, yes, a horse is a really significant symbol in tarot, I think that it does kind of like lead us to this. Are we the horse in this situation? Are we carrying somebody else through? Are we kind of like allowing ourselves to like carry our idea through? Are we on some sort of trajectory? Or are we on a horse that's stable? Have we completely like domesticated this idea that we have and trained it and made it so that it will carry us to success? Or are we going to get bucked the fuck off? <laughs> like these are our options. So yeah, I do think it's fair to say that we could be the animals in this picture. Yeah. Well, the horse it's got the green duvet, which is grounding, right? Yeah. But the horse is moving, so that yes. means the ground is moving beneath you. So, really, this guy's on shaky ground. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're kind of always on shaky ground, especially when our heart's involved. That's really accurate. I love the way that you read that, because if you were to pull this in a reading for somebody that's like, listen... I really care about this thing that I'm doing. Like, here's the deal. I really care about this podcast. I really care about what I'm doing with it. But it's not having the same, you know, like, if it's not having the same success as it was. Or, you know, like, creativity, like, hits a lull. Like, it is kind of like the ground is moving underneath me. It's harder to hold on. It is shaky ground, kind of. that, And it's like that with any project or idea. You, like, you kind of have to find a way to keep the ground moving under you and stay sturdy on it. Right. Well, this person's found a great way to do that. Yeah. He, They've mounted it. They've mounted it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they have. Okay. I I want to mention one more thing about the Six of Wands. Um, just in general for people. When you are... When you're looking at this card and you pull it in a reading, it definitely is kind of asking you to reflect on success. It's also like... in And how you're interacting with it. But it's also talking about this other aspect of allow people to cheer you the fuck on. Like, allow yourself to be praised for things that you do. Allow yourself to receive something. Because here's the deal. Like, none of us will keep doing things if somebody's not, like, if there isn't one person saying, like, wow, like, this touched me in some way. Because, again, a six is a heart number. So we are talking about successes and things that you do that Brian's sitting up way straighter, which I don't know. <laughs> were you adjusting or were you mounting your own horse? I'm just getting a little bit sweaty. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, that's what we do here. We have people on. I embarrass them, and then I make them sweat through their clothes. <laughs> Please come in me on my podcast. Um, but, yeah. Where did I go? I was like talking about success. success. Right. Yeah. So when we're when you're looking at success, you want to make sure that like you're also allowing yourself to be fed. I think we have as people this tendency to like kind of like run our or- own horse into the ground. Right. We run it into the ground ourselves when people say, well, I really like that thing you did. And you go, oh, my God, like I didn't really like plan it out. It just kind of happened. And I don't know if it's really that good. Shut the fuck up. Like take the compliment. <laughs> that's such a that's such a skill. It's like say, and I'm the worst at this, like, I will, I will shovel my own self into the ground. Like, allow yourself to be praised. Allow yourself to kind of have that moment, because we all deserve moments like this, um, as long as we don't get bucked off and go too far up into the sky. Can I tell you something you've taught me? Oh, yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. 
earlier on in the podcast, you've taught me two things. Mm-hmm. You said something about the fact that these people are choosing to follow this person. And I have to be honest with you, like, that's fucking brilliant. Because, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> <'cause>, yeah, <laughs> Brian's like, I know that's why I'm here. <laughs> uh, that's brilliant because that is a concept I don't think people normally, like, focus in on on this card of, like, this. these people are choosing to follow the person on the horse. They truly are choosing to follow and cheer and go along with it. And I think that's so important. That's such an important aspect, especially to what I was just talking about in regards to, like, kind of owning a compliment or allowing yourself to be praised for things. Like, remember that you wouldn't be doing something or in the position you're in. People wouldn't be interested in what you were doing if you were not doing something right. So kind of like, how can I keep going is such a really fantastic, fantastic idea that you came up with. But you also said something later on that I want to tap on to. You asked if we could be the horse. <laughs> and yes, I want to tell, I just want to like reiterate because yes, of course you can be the horse. Brian, thank you. And for Christmas, I am buying you a horse duvet. Not a real horse. No, a real horse and a real horse duvet. Oh, both. So the both. horse and the horse a matching duvet. set. Okay. Yeah. Steffi the horse, you the horse duvet. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll use each respectively. <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay, so I just want to kind of tap in here that Brian makes music. Sorry, can I throw that in? Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Brian and you'll hear Steffi next week. They have a band called Close Kin that they put together, a group, a band. I'm saying this wrong. I do podcasts, not music. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the music is really, really great. And I just want you all to know where you can find them. Can you? Do you want to throw that in? Sure. Yeah, you can uh, you can find us on you know all the music streaming platforms. Uh, it's close kin. Uh, there's a space in between the two words. Um, it's not close kin. No, it's not. Oh, close. I'm listening to a different it's group. Not, yeah, they're probably better than us. Oh shit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, we're close kin. Uh, you know, on Instagram, we're just kind of we're releasing one song every month. Uh, so we'd be honored if you take a listen. Hopefully, you like it. Yes, and you're on iTunes. iTunes, Spotify. Yeah. Are you on Google Play? Because I know like two people in my audience have that. Uh, I think we're on Google Play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we're on Google Play. <laughs> I haven't checked there, but we're supposed to be on there. So Okay. I, I haven't checked for the podcast on Google Play either. <laughs> and I hope I hope all two of you are hearing it fine. Okay. Brian, thank you so much. This episode was bonkers fun. And yep. I'm so excited that I get to type horse duvet into the <laughs> caption. <laughs> into the tags. <laughs> into the tags. Yeah. Well, sorry. Sorry, everyone. You have to wait a whole nother week for an actual good good episode. No, this Just was kidding. great. No, no, no. Why did you listen to the card? Hold on. I'm going to read this card real quick. Okay. <laughs> I am going to accept my greatness in reading tarot. And I'm just so pleased with my progress today. You know, three swords cards and one whole wands card. Next time I'll get a sword card, I promise. Next time. And there will have to definitely be a next time (laughs) that you come on this. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yes. Okay, I had so much fun on this episode, and it was so much fun finally getting to have Brian on the podcast. Uh, I think that one thing we can all agree on here is that for some, like, seriously, Brian is not a tarot reader. He's picked up a deck like once or twice now in his life, and he fucking nailed that card. And it just proves that it doesn't matter who you are or your experience, you do have this intimate connection with tarot because you are human, and tarot is a reflection of humanity. I just really enjoyed how absolutely obvious this episode is, and that 
if you're a human, you can read tarot. I was just, I was elated to have Brian on. Um, But as we all know, this is the part of the podcast where I get on an online shop for horse accessories. Collective reading. Uh, The card this coming week is the reverse eight of pentacles. And (laughs) this is... (laughs) Sometimes I pull cards for the collective and they hit me personally and uh, that's always fun. Listen, you got to keep trying. Um, Get back on the horse, if you will. Uh, But um, listen, it's so important that if you want something to happen, you you look at what you're making, you see what didn't work last time and you keep going. Or in this case, which I think is maybe more what this card is nodding to, what worked last time, don't fix what isn't broken. Keep going. Look at the things that were right. Don't look at the things you necessarily did wrong. What was right about what you did last time? Do the right thing over again and change what wasn't working. I think sometimes changing that mentality is really helpful. And as we're going into kind of a place where uh, a lot of governments are slowly trying, not slowly even, they're just trying to reopen shit or, you know, um, they're, we're being forced to go back to work before we're ready, like, there was nothing wrong. Things were getting better with what we were doing. And now we're kind of looking at coming out of that. And how does that happen? There are just so many different facets of how for all of us, the eight of pentacles in reverse is going to be coming up. But I think the one thing I want to again reiterate is when you're looking at something and you have to do it over or you're redoing it, instead of thinking, well, what the fuck did I do wrong? Think, what did I do right? And start there. Just that tiny little switch in mentality will really help, I think, just kind of revamp the entire process of recreating. Uh, I hope you all have an amazing coming week. And next week, we get to have as our guest, Brian's wife, Steffi, and one of my very close friends on the podcast. So we'll see you again next week. Bye.